I want to welcome you all back to the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Greg Robinson. Entrepreneurship is my sport. The biggest stepper on the face of the planet. I hear I got my team with me always. I got Mikey. Yes, sir. Mikey's here. Mikey is running the board. She's running the tech. He's making it happen. I got Julio Vargas. He's here with us. Yes, indeed. Just to remind you guys, EVP of Strategic Partnerships, right? For me. We're here. And um, today's episode, look, uh, today's going to be a unique one. I know I say that every time we do one of these, but today's a unique one because the topic seems like all the topics speak to me. I guess that's how they become podcasts, right, Mikey, is that there's a topic that speaks to me. Absolutely. Right. And so this, this is, and I feel like it's going to be valuable to the future entrepreneurs of the world, the current entrepreneurs of the world, the leaders in, of any, in any capacity of the world, because there are certain nuances and certain, certain tangibles that come with being a leader of any form that allow you to make the best of your team, right? So, and, and this one's going to be a hard one, Jay. A lot of people struggle with this. Absolutely. I mean, we've seen it a lot in life, but especially in business. Hmm. I have a news alert, guys. And it's coming across the screen with a red banner and all. I have a news alert. Okay. Not everybody hmm. that started with you is going to go with you. I, not everyone, everybody in the room, when you had the bright idea, and you decided you was going to kick it off. Not everybody in that room is going to be with you down that path. Not everybody's going with you. They're not all going. Not everyone in that room is going to take on that journey. I've got some more devastating news. Not everybody that helped you get it off the ground is going to help you grow it. Not everybody that contributed to how you were able to, to successfully get those doors open. They're not, not only are they not going with you, some of those people, the door's going to close behind them. And it's an unfortunate thing. And I want to make sure, you know, and it's crazy because we can make the mistake of thinking that we're in control of that. Right? And then we start working against energies, the ener and especially the energy of protection. We start working against it, and we start, we start allowing um, the individuals that are around us we start allowing them to change that, right? And I think that, that, that that's, listen, that's, that, and we have to address that today because listen, it can be so detrimental to a leader. It can be so detrimental to an entrepreneur, right? And making that mistake, you've got to be able to, and that's, that's the ugly side of this thing that people discount. Not, there's nothing in life is all roses, right, right, Jay? No, not at all. Jay, you've been around the block. I mean, you, 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 you most certainly where you're at in the game now. I mean, you're you most certainly are at the embassy of your OG status, right? Right. And Mikey's a young bull, but he know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. He's seen it before. I, I I'll give you guys a perfect example. Is Dame Dash a part of Rock Nation? I'm a little too young for that one. Do you remember Rockefeller Records? Dang. So he's that young. But but is Dame Dash still with Rock Nation? No, no, not at all. It's 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 a un, it's an unfortunate thing. Um, Phil Jackson, is Phil Jackson still with the Lakers? Or the Bulls? Hell, when when he finally made the comeback to the sport as an executive, did he even come back to the sport as an, as an executive for any of those organizations that he had? I mean, he built on his back some of those organizations, particularly speaking of the Chicago Bulls. Where is he now? Well, yeah, he's not with, the, now, not with the Bulls. But when he did come back to the front office, he came back to the front office with the Knicks, not the Bulls, not the Lakers. Right? You You... Man, right. That's where he started as a player, right? That's where he started. As a so player, that made a little sense, but that made a little sense. But I, the Phil Jackson that you respect, do you respect him as a player? 
I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Them, most of us don't. <laughs> he wasn't doing that. Right? Just like, let's keep it, let's be honest. Most of us don't remember Pat Riley as a player, right? Um, we just don't. Um, at the end of the day, look, is Jason Kidd the head coach of the Nets? Or the Toronto Raptors? Right? Or, or Mavericks? Well, he's with the Mavericks now, right? But but when he stepped into his coaching role, he didn't step in his coaching role in any of the organizations that he sold massive amounts of tickets for and jerseys for and and and, and bought division conference final championships and things of that nature, right? So we we listen, we have to live in reality, man. And I and I and so many times we get successful, right? You start a business, it pops, you start winning, you get successful. And, you know, we get that rhetoric in our head, right? Because we've seen it. We've all seen it before. And even the people around you, they start making you aware of it. You know, um, don't forget who you are. Don't forget where you come from. Don't just leave your people behind. Which is true. You should never forget who you are. Right? You never forget where you come from. But I think one of the, the hardest pills is that then we take that because we, we, we want to stay real. Right. Grounded. We want to stay grounded. We want to stay true to ourselves. We want to stay real. Right? And it creates such a toxic environment because what you also have to understand is we got to live in reality, right? My, my, my team, especially my team, my inception team, the guys that were, who've been with me, my A1 day ones, right? And those guys who've been with me since the beginning of time. They're, no matter whatever happens, they're not, they, they were not at a disadvantage. The thing about your success is well, how do I say this and make sure I, I, I'm clear? Everybody around you is scooping up loose change. It's in the in the loose in the loose change they're scooping up is is money that without your presence, otherwise they wouldn't have gotten in the first place, right? So, um, Julio, we're working on the deal right now with a new strategic partner. It's let's say annually, call it four million annually. It adds four million to our books annually, right? There are going to be people who are on our team that are around us that be, just because we added that deal inadvertently, they're going to scoop up an extra fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars that same year. Yes. With, with with without without thought in the blink, boom. Just for being around it, just for being around, being in the room. Um, Mikey, y- y- you went to school for broadcasting and all this cool stuff, right? That we're doing right now. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Right. If by chance in the next two weeks, all of a sudden Mikey runs into an opportunity and it makes him, you know, the broadcasting director of MTV or VH1 or a show on air, right? The people that are around him that he brings that that he brings with him, the people that are around him that participate in it, whether it's just a guy who carries the the mic stand and the boomstick and da 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 da. He's going to scoop up how many thousands of dollars just from being around Mikey. Mikey, hey, let's just keep it. Let's be honest. Jay, the runner. So we hit the road. We're traveling, going, you know, business to business, looking for new strategic partnerships. We're making deals happen. And it's a team of us, five of us. And, and we got a runner in the group. So it's his job. He runs. He gets coffee. Cigarettes from the store. He gets, you know, whatever we need. He grabs lunch. Yeah. He picks up the rental car. Let me ask you a question. How many thousands of dollars do you think he scooped up just yeah. as the runner? Right? Okay, but what happens to the thousand, the few hundred bucks that he scooped up that day and nobody needed nothing from nowhere? Yeah. Right? Now he he's a part of the machine. He's found a way to end date himself and become a part of the machine. He so he's he, it's just it's working for him whether he does a million things or he does nothing. It's all the same, right? You, we have to. So I think you got to put that on the table first because see that's the reality in the situation. Look, guys, is that your team around you? You need your pivotal points in your team. You need your tribal council. You you need your skilled individuals that believe enough into you and you to leverage that. But keep in mind, everyone around you, if they stay stay close enough to you, they're going to benefit. Yeah. They're going to benefit greatly. If you're winning, they're winning. If you're winning, it's plain and simple. It doesn't get any easier than that. Right? You have your rich Pauls of the world who, I mean, look, 
You want to talk about make the best out of that opportunity or skill met opportunity by chance, right? But that's an anomaly. That's, that's you know, people, and people discount that. And you have to be careful about how long and be mindful about how long you allow that to go on. Because you know what ends up happening, Mikey, over time? Take a stab at it, Mike. What ends, what ends up happening over time? People start to stagnate. Not only do they start to stagnate, but they get a false sense of confidence and worth around it and a false sense of value and a false sense of ownership around it. Now, they're entitled to whatever they're entitled to just because. No real substance. It turns into because you can. Right? I think the rapper Meek Mills was saying, everyone was saying that he wasn't giving money to his mom and he gave his mom $100,000 these 100 times. But when it, maybe there was some a misunderstanding when he finally said, hey, my thing is enough. And now all of a sudden, now he should just do it for whatever the reasons he was doing it before. But now he should just do it because he can. Right? Uh, my mother used to tell me when I was a kid, though, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right? So, like, at the end of the day, you got and 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 and. and I'm going to tell you why it just becomes cancerous to your whole team. Because I'll give you a perfect example in our team. So I have you here every day on the arm, muscle, putting in work. I got Mikey here every day, moving the needle on yes. the arm, pressure, putting on work, right? Okay. And then you got that one person completely sucking the life and the value, even out of what they're doing, what the what what the real what the what the real grinders are, the ones who are, who are in the trenches with you every day. They're sucking the life out of the value of what even they're doing. Yeah, right. Perfectly said. Yeah. And so, because one attribute that you're going to find about the people who is time to go is they find. Their presence becomes illuminated in all the wrong ways. It becomes illuminated in all the wrong ways. And, 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 and when I say all the wrong ways, you're going to be able to identify that. I'll give you one clear sign of it, though. Hey, if they get irate when it is actually time to work and earn. That's a clear sign. Right? So... You know, you have to be mindful of it because your brothers can turn leeches as quick as friends but turn turn enemies, right? As quick as friends, hey, as quick as superheroes can become a villain, your brothers can be turned leeches. Your 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 team members, right? The the guys who are part of your team can just that quickly become your biggest predator, not competitor, your biggest predator. Because at the end of the day, I think one of the biggest things that we have to keep in mind is remember something. The, the person who afar is what a hater. That, that really can't hurt you. As a matter of fact, you need them. They're, even the hater is a, is a productive member of the ecosystem. They fuel. They fuel. It's gas. Vroom, vroom. Petro. But believe it or not, the hater isn't dangerous at all. You know, I'm going to tell you how dangerous he is. He's as dangerous as a nine-week-old kitty. Or he's as dangerous as the kitty video on YouTube that has 22 million views. Why is the kitty video on YouTube that has 22 million views dangerous? Because how many people stop being productive to watch that? On more than 22 million instances, people stop being productive to watch a two-minute video on YouTube of a kitty. For two minutes. Well, but we know that once your focus is broken, it takes on average 15 minutes to gain back the same level of focus and get back on task. So was it two minutes or was it 22 minutes? And 22 minutes, call it a half hour, right? And what can you do? What can you achieve in a half hour on your to-do list? Stop it. How many pages of a book can you read in half an hour? Me? Oh, geez, solid 22, 23. I mean, I'd take a half hour today to study to get my insurance license. I mean, in your mind, right? You, when you, you, you got to put it, when you put it to the forefront, man, it gets more powerful, right? It, the, he, the, so that, that, that's, they're, they're that dangerous. It's a waste of time. Um, that's why even responding to them or giving them any energy is, uh, is about as, 
is about as productive as sitting and watching that two-minute fool video. Right? It's not worth the energy. Oh, you know, the kitty video is benign. Yeah. Right? It's a harmless kitty. Oh, but what is a threat to sustainability? It's the, per it's the person that you call a brother, a team member, a friend that's sitting next to you with envy in their eyes. Oh, Jesus. That People, hear me out. That person is a threat to your existence as you know it. Right. Blood thicker than water, but mud thicker than blood. Say it again, Mikey. I said blood is thicker than water, but mud is thicker than blood. It'll be your friends. It always ends up being your friends. You have to be so mindful of that. And 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 how and and yo, here's the most dangerous part, Julio. Here's the part they're not ready for. I'm gonna look directly into the camera when I say it. And you not doing anything about it is exactly what weaponized that person's envy against you. Nobody wants to hear that. No. Elaborate, so, though. So, you, you're right, man. Let me elaborate. The longer you, especially the care of letting them live off of old fame inside of your ecosystem, you... The longer you let them live off of old fame inside of your ecosystem for every minute that went by, for every second that went by, for every, for every millisecond that ticked on every hand of every clock in your universe, you weaponized them and grew them stronger. Because the fact that any, look, let's just be honest. Let's pull it to the front. I'm going to look directly in the camera. And this is going to hurt some people. It's going to upset some people. Anybody who wants to live off of old fame is just delusional in the first place. If you're a person whose rhetoric is always what you've done in the past. You lost already. Oh, jeez. I mean, we've even seen that on our sales floor when you you come out and you say, how many do you have today, et cetera, whatever name you want to pick. There's a million of them. Oh, yesterday I got six. It, that's yesterday. I mean, what? Cool story, bro. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Yeah. But, but Mikey, what do I ask people sometimes? Oh, that's, that's cool. Thank you for sharing that with me. I want to ask you a question. Are you familiar with Janet Jackson? <laughs> what about her body of work? In the 90s, she had this song, and in the chorus, it said, do, 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 do. What have you done for me lately? Do, 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 do. That's the woulda, shoulda, coulda. That's the woulda. Wasted sentiment. Oh, jeez, I can't wait to get there, Jay. Oh, God. Wasted emotion. Right? Um, the longer you uh, the longer you allow them to sit there and live off old fame, the further you're diving into them weaponizing that against you at some particular point. Life is about growth. Life is about continued movement. The thing that made you a successful entrepreneur is that you understood that and then you dressed it well in a sense of urgency, sometimes a false sense of urgency. And then you ran at your goals. And before you took off running, before you heard the pow, and you took off of the race, you were able to rally others to run with you with the same belief. So now you got your team working, right? And Mikey is a part of my team. Mikey's contributing every day. Mikey never comes to sit down at the table and all he has is an empty plate. Julio, same thing for you. Every time you come to the table, you don't just come with an empty plate in the fork with a neck and tucked in your shirt. It's always new work. It's always new forward motion. There's always new discovery. There's always new opportunity. There's always new questions because each one of you guys are intricate members of my team and you guys are always working on forward motion. There's always even just a new idea. It may be a new bad idea, but it's a new idea. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes definitely. There's always something new, right? Now, don't get it twisted, because we, we're, we're going to get into the beef and potatoes of this. That we're just going, it's getting ready to get hard. Mikey, Julio, there are connected members of my teams that can tell you on a brother-to-brother -brother level, on a brotherhood level, I love them dearly, care about them dearly. I'm going to tell you another characteristic you have to watch out for. We get in our think tanks, we get in our meetings. When Mikey finally leaves his station, and he comes to me 
Mikey always comes to me with something, right? Giving me something, even if it's just a thought for us to work it out and how we can move forward with it, even if it's just a piece of a strategy. Sometimes it's a bad strategy, but it's better than no strategy. And by him bringing me that bad strategy, we could put our heads together and come up with what, Mikey? A more efficient version. Yes, I can't even say a good one. Mikey hit it on head, a more efficient version. Because at the end of the day, it's probably unfair for me to even call it a bad strategy because did we try it yet? So how am I calling it bad? Unless it's like no... Unless it's just right. Unless it's just catastrophic, notoriously bad, right? Which that's so Even you, when you come to me, when you leave your office and you come over to me, you come to me and we're working on something in the realms of your arena, your kingdom, right? Strategic partnerships. And whether it be a question around it, whether it be quality and opportunity, whether it be uh, us addressing an issue going on with one of our current strategic partners, right? It's food to the table. Right. Even if it's an opportunity for us to be better in a current relationship, it's not even a new one. But it's food to the table. You're bringing food to the feast. That's why it's a feast, because everybody keeps bringing food. Right? I'm going to tell you guys. So now, real hard, Mikey. You ready? So here's a second sign. It's the, it's the, it's the individual that's around you. That See, their habit is different. When they come, it's always something personal. I always want to know how... Well, I just want to know how you're doing. Well, I, you came to me in my office, right? In our, in, in our office, my office, and wait, let me, let me put some further parameters around it. And it's in a building that is zoned for commercial use only. <laughs> it's in a building that's zoned for commercial use only, guys. Right? And the, aren't the lights on? Aren't people here working? Would you, you say working? Working. Ooh, that part too. There's another sign. But there are people here working, right? Now, you don't think, you guys don't think Julio or Mikey want to know how I'm doing? On a personal level, sure they do. But that's not what they're here for. That we are inside the machine right now. And they man in their post. So they're not coming in my office trying to distract me with the personal thing. Trying to build their value around being around me to support me in my personal needs. I don't need support in my personal needs inside of my office that is zoned for commercial real estate use only. This office right here is a revenue driving. Square foot for square foot is for revenue driving. This room that we're recording in right now, this room. It's one of it's the, it's it's a small content studio inside of our office, and it's for driving revenue. It's for the goal, the end game, the reason why we here, why the f we are here. That's what this is for. So keep 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 your eye out on that habit. There's that person that's been around you since the beginning, but they're never talking to you about the actual food. They're never bringing anything to the table either. What they divert to is trying to hinge on their personal relationship with you, are things that are going on in your personal world, and they do it even doing times of business to deflect from the fact that out of the whole tribal council, they're the only ones not working. Right? You gotta, you gotta see it. And sometimes we get caught up in the sentiment. Oh, you know, but that's my boy. We've been down forever and a day. You're right. Oh, man, he's been, my, he's been my boy for 20 years. He's been my friend for 20 years. Well, then let's be honest. Let's get blood raw. So then he know exactly how the hell you're doing. Exactly. He knows exactly what that looked like. And he knows better. He knows what your He's known you for 20 years. He knows what your face is like when you're having a bad day. He knows what your face is like when you're having a good day. He knew what your face looked like when you were deep inside of your mental strategy when he walked into your office and asked you essentially to watch a two-minute cat video with him on YouTube. <laughs> right? Here's another thing you have to look out for. So they were valuable to you. They were valuable to the cause. They were valuable to the business. They were valuable to the movement in the beginning. And now every time you ask a question, they don't have an answer. They never have an answer, not even for the responsibilities, the questions around things that are their post. They don't have an answer. 
Mikey, I'm the CEO of the company. You come to me and you ask me, hey, Greg, is the company doing good? And I tell you, I don't know. Man, isn't your, man, isn't your confidence a little shaken? <laughs> isn't your confidence a little shaken? Julio, same thing for you. You come and ask me something that's visionary and foundational. And I tell you, and every time you ask me, I say, well, you know, who that's a good question. I don't have an answer to that right now at this time. That'll probably be the last time I ask you a question. Where's your confidence when it comes I'm to me now? I'm not going to ask somebody a question about you. Am I saying that everybody should have answers for everything all no. the time? No. But what I am saying is that you should have, you should be able to answer entry-level questions about your post. If I ask you something intricate, then okay. But Mikey is the sales manager, right? So if I come out on the floor and I ask Mikey, hey, Mikey, how many new deals do we have today? And Mikey says, hey, Greg. Oh, Mikey, you already know how I'm going to feel after you say that. <laughs> but at least he answered and he answered it honestly. And he had an answer. But if when I, if every time I ask Mikey, what is the new business deal count today? And Mikey tells me, oh, Greg, Greg, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's a really good question, though. Give me, if you give me a minute. That's, that's a good answer. Well, sometimes it, it depends, this tone and everything else behind. If I say, let me verify. Right. But Mikey, even in, let's keep it real, though. Even when you don't have the answer for me in real time, Mikey does a really good job of being like, hey, Greg, yep. So I checked that the last time I checked was about 1230 before we went to lunch and we were at 15. We, everybody's just getting back from lunch. I just got back. Give me a minute. I'll get you some updated numbers. But the last update I had was that we were at 15. That's generally the approach. I'll say the last time I checked, which would normally be within an hour period or something along the lines of that. It's a answer. And it's a qualified true and blue answer because at that time, that was the number. Right? And then he, and he put the disclosure there. That was the last update we had. The last time we checked, it was before lunch. And before lunch, this was the number. Because Mikey is actually on his post. All right. If I pull Mikey and I say, Mikey, your teams, the teams that you're responsible for, how many people didn't show up today? He doesn't say, Greg, that's a really good question. I don't know. I don't know. But here's the kicker. I don't know, but how are you, Greg? How's everything with the kids and the wife and the family? You know, I do my best to make sure that we keep this palatable, so I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be diplomatic. Trying to be make sure I keep it. We have to keep it palatable because I want for the masses to be able to view it. But you know the kind of verbiage I want to use right now, right. right? In order to really send the message on, because I actually feel like I'm doing a disservice by walking through this too cheap, too diplomatically, right? Because I this you you need to understand, right? When did I wonder when it came to that though? When when did you have to water down the truth so that people don't get offended? I personally run into that a lot. The tone you took was condescending. No, I was trying not to sound like an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm sorry. And I for you, Mikey, it's still very much a work in progress, right? <laughs> Look, here's when you come to it because you when when you wake up and you start to realize that the reality in the world that you live in is fake in the first place. And that, unfortunately speaking, the reason why you keep running to, into obstacles in, in effective forms of communication with people and you keep running into that is because it is true that this world is fake. And so many people, the, the world in general, people in the world, Julio, they've gotten so used to being lied to that when you tell them the truth, you hurt their feelings. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it hits home. and You upset them. Not a lot of people. They're so used to being lied to, Jay, that they think the truth is a lie, that the truth is so raw, is so real, they think you're making it up. Yeah. That can't be true. No, actually, it's the truth. Right? It is. It's the truth. That comes down to It's because we, we look, and I'm, I'm, and I'm being honest with you, because we live in a world where all of the healthy parts of your rights to passage to adulthood were removed. That's spoiled. We do. Hey, Jay, how do we deal with bullies? It was, it was a part of it. And especially when we start talking about, I don't know, between the ages of about 11 to 17, 
dealing with the bullies was a part of the process. It was a part of your rites of passage. Yeah. It's problem solving. It's problem solving. It's yeah. critical thinking. It's situational management. And, and it's relationship management, too. It definitely is. Right? It's a help. And it, listen, don't get it twist, twisted. I'm not saying all forms are was healthy. Um, but because you got a cookie over your left eye on Wednesday on the way home from the bus... Hey, listen, it's a healthy part of the process. Now, when the bullies turns into mass shootings, shooters and things of that nature, okay, that turns into, a, that's a whole nother segment. Yes. And that typically is, be, that tends to be a residual of the bullying. But that's when, that's when, so you can drink too much water. It becomes a healthy part of the process, right? You could drink too much water. Taking too much water could become a, a toxic part of the process. Your, the rites of passage to adulthood are no longer there. And we live in a world, and, and you got to also keep it a buck, too. We have to bring it tenfold. These, when these kids, the adults now, they just were not outside, outside, how we were outside, outside, and outside, outside had so much value. And being outside, outside. Outside, outside. Made you tough. Oh, boy, did it make you tough. Did it teach you things? Did it, did, it, did, it, did it give you an opportunity to utilize these skills? It, it also allowed you to meet resistance. Like poking hobos with sticks? Yeah. Self-preservation? Poking hobos. <laughs> so sure Listen. Right? right? Mikey's got a good point there. It's valid. When So that's no longer a part of the process, right? Especially because they get to hide behind, they get to Twitter finger it, right? They oh, get to, okay. the, whenever they do have a competition, they get to hide behind the keyboard. Feel like it's technology has a lot to do technology with it, has a whole and, lot. and the way we have so we're like we're not social anymore. We're yeah, social. but that's the thing though. You're 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 taking it and you're taking it as nobody is social anymore. But this is just the most social we've ever been with a mediator in between. Okay. Your cell phone is the mediator, mm -hmm. but you've never been able to talk to as many people or send a message to as many people at once. Besides getting up on stage. But wait, here's the talk part of it though Mikey without ever actually talking to just one person in the first place exactly well here's how I look at it um, social yeah we are social but there's a thing called body language yes right? and when right. you socialize and you have body language you could actually more social Mikey, there's no body language in here no there isn't sometimes your hiccup with the communication is is not actually the way that you delivered it it's got everything to do sort of with what I just said to you so because there was never any direct dialogue in the first place, they just misunderstood you because there was never an actual rapport established. They don't even know you. Yeah, that happens too, yeah. Right? And be, but, but why don't they know you? Because we live in a world of self, overindulgent of self with the technology. Yes. So, so uh, Julio, I'll give, let, we can, I'll give perfect example. We can run with that all day. Jay, when you're at my house and we're chilling with the kids, and I got the 2K on and I spank somebody and then that little message comes across the box in the bottom of the TV and it says that there's a message from the person I was just playing. And what does it say? Go kill yourself. You suck. You're a loser. I just blew them out by 20 points. My mom's a whore. I blew them out by 20 points. Right? right. right? My dad is a hermaphrodite. Yeah. Right? I blew them out by 20 points and I'm a bad person now. So then the, any, the only interaction that they have to have is to spew out whatever negativity they're feeling in their uncontrolled emotions at that time. And wait. Never have to feel the repercussions of it because who's where, when, what, and how? You wouldn't say so that they, to your face. No, you never get to even nav. They never even get to, to, they never, this is why they can't even learn. They, this is why they never even learn the skill of navigating tough situations. And so you've never came across where somebody typed into good game. Oh, I get that all, oh, all the time. Good game. But it's, there's more. The, the, but the there's average, more of the other way. The negative but, and the reason he says it, because there's no accountability. There's no accountability for it. When, when we were coming up, Jay, when we were coming up, you run some funny stuff out of your mouth. No. <laughs> okay. We don't, yo, listen, we said things when we was confident that this was going to end in a W. Yeah. Right? Oh. When I knew I could handle the repercussions that come with it, so I'm going to say this, and it's going to make this, this person going to get upset, and then they might need two minutes, and I'm ready to get in the two minutes that they're looking for. You're just waiting for them to say it, huh? And they might need two minutes. And I'm willing to give them the two minutes that they're looking for. 
right? Okay. So that was my risk mitigation platform. If I say this, am I ready to get in the paint for about two minutes? It's everybody's. You're about to say something offensive. I'm about to say something that could that could create violence. Not anymore. Right? No, not anymore. Right? Um, and so it becomes an unfortunate thing because, Mikey, look, it trickles itself down. And then whenever you try to effectively communicate, even with your, with your um, subordinates, even when you try to effectively communicate with them, standard levels of effective communication become over-communication for them or become a drowning amount of communication for them because they haven't had to communicate in the first place. They've been to their own demise, their own desires, their own beliefs, their own thoughts, and they've had access to technology. And so in this world, whatever you seek, you will find. They've, all, they've also been able to spew out whatever BS it is that they're spewing out and find only people who agree because you can isolate it in the search. You can. I can. Whatever I believe in, whatever I want to believe in, I can put in Google. And all I got to put in there before the statement is people who believe and then whatever it is that I believe. And it's going to show me hundreds of pages of people who feel like I do. Groups. 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 Whole groups that might have two, three hundred thousand people that believe the same. We, look, I'm, it's undressed. That believe the same idiotic, stupid shit that I believe. We here now. So when we load this podcast, we got to click the button that there's a, that there's aggressive language, and so that it lets people know that in this pot in this in this pot is aggressive language. They're just spewing the same bullshit, right? And they so you you we 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 and we're not accountable, right? I'm an '80s '90s baby. The the gentlemen the the my our OGs, right? The the young people affectionately call it the the matriarchs and patriarchs from our generation. Your mouth can get you done up. Be careful. The gravity of words could get your ass in a sling that you cannot get it out of. And look, you can be held accountable in real time, like in the blink of an eye, like, boom, I blinked and my eye is black. Boom, I blinked and my face is slapped. Almost instantaneously. Knee-jerk accountability. Yeah. One time mama hit me so hard, bro, it, then she apologized. Ooh, it just happened. I, didn't, I meant to hit you, but son, I didn't mean to hit you that hard. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? Or like, so, you know, somebody will j uh, not purposefully aggravate you and you get the this urge, like this is a knee-jerk reaction of mine because I'm not a fan of what you just did. Right. For example, if you if somebody walked up to me and they snapped their fingers in my face, I'm gonna instinctively try to break your hand because that's you've you violated my personal space and you've done something I hate. Did you say triggered? Yeah, triggered. That's what you got. You've essentially careful, triggered. Huh? Yo, you triggered them. You triggered them in the worst way, right? So, I mean, and that's a whole nother that's a whole nother broad broad bandwidth. That's a whole nother broadband, and we I mean we could do that all day because I we listen as successful entrepreneurs dealing with the talent acquisition model as it is today, we get to see this all the time. Especially um, as we, as, you know, when we start getting fresh college graduates or third and fourth year students in here, oh man, the disconnect, it's insane, right? Um, so much talent that is still so ungroomed with so much, so many resources available to it. So the math just doesn't make sense. It's because they were taught by people who don't practice what they teach. But the question becomes is where they actually taught when we start getting to their collegiate education, where they actually taught or did Google just give them all the answers and they went through the motion? That's very true. Yeah, that could right. be the case. So it, it, be, yeah, it becomes a thing, right? Because when I, when we were going to school, like we actually, especially formative years, like there wasn't, the internet wasn't what it is today. So in order for me to write a paper and do the research and get the subject matter, like I actually had to go to the library and get in, get into that wooden box that had the, the catalog in it with all, and I got to see if it's here. If somebody, and, and look, I could search through that whole catalog and find the card that says it's there and then get in the aisle and can't find the book. But wait, Julio, I'm not done. Now I got to read it to get what I need out of it. Yeah, I got to read, a, if not the whole thing, a fair amount to get yeah. just a little bit of what I need out of it. Wait, but there's six more books that I need to complete this one assignment. Because it wasn't, we didn't have... It wasn't sit on and Google nothing. Listen, we never, there was never, no one said, no one ever, oh, just AOL it. 
Well, we got to remember too. Google's been around for a long time. Google the, has been but the wait, for a long the time. content in Google, yeah. right? The stuff that comes up after you Google hasn't been around that 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 long. It hasn't. It, even the stuff that was on the web in the nineties, right? right? Think about it. S searching. Internet searches in the 90s, the level of efficiency of which you can bring that information now in the internet search, just that was not it in no. 97, 98, 99. No, man. You know how many, listen, you know how many times when the internet, especially, let's talk about 1999, dial up. You know how many times I done took a whole nap waiting on it to connect so I could get the work started? But wake up because the phone rang. The house phone. We ain't talk about that. So, look, guys, I, I want to bring it back, though. You've got to be mindful that everybody with you, everyone who is around you, they're not going to be with you down the journey. They're not all going with you, and nor should they. Right? Their value, just like from the inception of them becoming a part of your team, friendship or not, even when they became your friend, think about how we made friends how people became our friends. It typically came around a task and a dutiful task. And then out of this person, you didn't even know him, jumped in in some way and helped facilitate some form of a dutiful task. And now y'all been friends ever since. Right? Especially in adult friendships. That's typically how adult friendships work. Yeah. Right? Um, and now we've been cool ever since. Right? Um, they're not going to go, they're not going with you. And you've got to know when it's time to cut that loose. And you've got to know when your the value proposition that you put around them is based on sentiment. Do you feel like, let me ask you a question. Do you yeah. feel like it's because they don't grow with you? Like Mike said, stagnant? They don't want to grow? Yeah. And it's almost an unfair assessment, Julio, because it's almost impossible for two humans to grow at the same rate. Married people can't do it. It's why the divorce rate is as high as it is. What you find is two people living in the same house together at the same time who could not grow together at the same rate. Don't have the unrealistic expectation that they need to grow at the same rate that you're growing. Just have the blanket expectation that there needs to be continued growth and effort as a part of the formula that's for your value, right? for, for how yeah. you assess their value. It's growing, right? Yeah. Growing, it's right? growing. So like you said, the traits of somebody that's, you know, they start not working. They start asking personal it questions. Gets, about, even in business, things get too personal. Okay. Right? And so that goes all back to the hey, same. Here's another one you got to watch out for, Jay. And whenever they wrong, instead of just being wrong, we go back to being bros. Whenever they're wrong, instead of just being wrong, they revert back to the personal relationship. Yeah, they're not going with me. Not going with you. Listen, th those th these are just a handful of things. There's so many of them, but these are just a handful of things that you really need to look at. And you got to be mindful and do your best to assess these things. And do not discount them. That's a red alert. These things are a red alert. Where there's smoke, there's fire. No one ever tried to hide who didn't do something or need to be hid. It's just the way that it goes. Where there's smoke, there's fire, right? I have never once went to the store to buy a gallon of milk that I did not need. I did that once. Says no man ever. We don't source things that we just don't have a need for. We don't source things that we just don't have a need for, right? Be mindful of that. Listen, as a leader, as an entrepreneur, it is your responsibility to not only keep yourself honest, but to keep your team honest at all times, because it is a matter of sustainability to the ecosystem of which you have created and that you and your team have built brick by brick as today's Freemasons of the world. And I don't care who it is. And you know that. I'll fire my own twin brother if it ain't working. Twice. I'll walk my mother out of here if it ain't working. And if she gets too content, and if she gets too entitled, and if she gets to where she now is, it's not just, she's not even working to scoop up. The, she's not being... She's, there's no contribution to the loose change that she's scooping up. 
then there would be no more loose change. My mama tell you I'll let her go. <laughs> because my mama told me to let her go. Son, I'm not serving you a purpose anymore. Let me go. I ain't got nothing for you. You know what I mean? But you gotta be, you gotta be mindful of those people. And, and, and they tend to sit around you and they'll make envious statements and 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 they'll do it on the fly and you won't even realize that they're making it. So it's too late. Oh yeah. There'll be a situation up, right? Okay, there's a convention in California in two weeks, Jay. And I want, I don't want the whole team to go, but I'm taking the, I'm taking every the real stakeholders and the team. We're all going. Right. So this person might unfortunately not be, they may fall into the category of a non-stakeholder regarding the convention that we're going to. So I got rain of booking flights for all of us. We going, getting hotel rooms, setting the whole thing up, right? So me, I'm going, you going, Mikey going, Bill's going. Pick up Peter. Hey, man. So I'm not going? No, man, there's no real need for you to go. This isn't in your arena. You're not a real stakeholder on it. Oh, man, you know, I feel you, Greg. It's cool. You know, if I was, if I were you or if I had the same success you had, if I had the same power you had, it wouldn't matter. I would take everybody with me because, you know, that's just what, red flag. That's a cool story, Peter. You would. So in your experience, walk me through when that happened. Oh, I've never been able to do that. Shut the fuck up. When they start with the sideline comments that because you have money and there's a situation that somebody needs it because you have success and there's a situation that somebody wants something, you should just because you can. <coughs> when they come to you and they say things, and they come to you, they bring you a problem, and you listen to it right all the way through, and you realize that you in all of your power, you put them in position that that shouldn't be, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. That problem right there? So I put you in position. The ecosystem has put you in position. That should have been on auto debit. You shouldn't even have that kind of a problem. Right? That, that's That's... We, the fact that you're, it's alarming that you're even talking to me about it. And when you go to hold them accountable for it, their energy is to deflect away from the accountability, but we brothers, but we boys, and you should just cause. So I, th I saw an interesting study. I think the, 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 the thing was is that Jeff Bezos, could give every American a million dollars and still have like a billion dollars, right? Something like that? Something like that, right? Something, it, along, something along the lines of that. Don't quote me, but it was that a guy like Jeff Bezos could give every American a million dollars and still have like a hundred million or a billion dollars. Right? And don't quote me on it, but understand the sentiment. <laughs> he has a lot of it, okay. Right. But did he do it? Does he do it? Does he do it? No, because just because he can doesn't mean that he should. And here's the truth. It would make the world a better place. It'd make the world a worse place, actually. Oh, it'd just make a world where everybody has a lot of stuff. Right. And, and what, here's what people don't understand. And now if we live in a world where everybody got, everybody got a lot of TVs, cars, and a lot of stuff, that stuff has absolutely positively no value. You've no driven value. the value right out of it. Okay. And, 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 and then effectively... What he would end up doing is also driving the value right out of Amazon and all of Amazon's products. He loses. Something that was worth $25 on Amazon today, now everybody got a million dollars worth $2 now. <laughs> all right? Unfortunately, that's just the way that it goes. I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news when it comes to these things. And today was a very, uh, I'm a, you know, Mikey, we got to create a series, an unscripted series, because I, this, it, this, I, I truly, I didn't, we didn't plan to have this, to make this episode. This episode is coming because it's needed. You've got to watch out for these things. Not everybody who starts on a journey with you will be there when it is all said and done, and nor should they. The ones that are meant to be there, the universe and God, or, and or God, will situate them to be as such. 
but not everyone who starts is going. And life is about evolution. It doesn't matter the direction of said evolution. Some of your friends will become leeches. That is their evolution. Some of your family members will become blood-sucking vampires. That is their evolution. Some of your loyal girlfriends will become bratty thotties. That is their evolution. I don't think this one can go on YouTube. I think this can go on YouTube. That is their evolution. It is not your... The universe, unfortunately, does not allow you to dictate evolution and ascension. Right? It does not. I wish it did. You can't manipulate it in that way. There's no mastery in that level of wizardry that you can manipulate it in that way. Right? People peter out. Your best friend who's around you can peter out. Your partner, at the inception of your organization, you can have a partner. We see it in real time. It happened to me, and the partner peter out. Wanted out. Wanted out. Peter, not only did he want out, he petered out. It got to be, it was too big for him. Greater than anything that he could ever do. But I'd rather the, I'd rather someone peter out all the time. Because it's really, the, it's not an intention. No. You know, it's just like, that's the capability. I can only lift 350. You hit you know? your bandwidth. You hit that bandwidth. Right. As compared to. And at some point, listen, I'm the CEO and founder. At some point, I'll hit my bandwidth. And then depending on where we are organizationally, if I don't appoint, assign, or hire the next guy and put him in my role and take the CEO off of my business card and just put founder, right. then I am doing the ecosystem a disservice. Yes, definitely. That's the truth. Is Jeff Bezos still running Amazon today? No. Bang. What? Stop. Leo, it's the truth. Shadow running it. You know he is. Shad shadow running it, but... The best thing for the ecosystem of Amazon. He had, he had, listen, he grew it tremendously. Tremendously. But in order for it, to, for its continued growth, he had to step away. And, it, and he made the right decision to the entire ecosystem from the shareholders to every member of the staff. Right? Does Bill Gates still run Microsoft? Can anybody, uh, hey, Mikey, do me a favor. Google, when's the last time, when, when Bill Gates stepped down from the day-to-day -day operations of Microsoft? I'm willing to bet you it's over a decade ago. It may have been two decades ago. But Walmart didn't. Well, no. The Waltons. They, no. No, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. It, they had a responsibility as real leaders to know when it's time. There's two answers. Walk away and appoint the next person to take the ecosystem to the next level. He's so big. In uh, 2016, it looks like he stepped down as CEO, and then last year he resigned from the board. So he stayed on as founder for a while, right? Took the CEO off his card, though, and put a CEO in place. Ooh. That's a little more controversial than I thought it would be. It is, so be careful. Be careful. I didn't know why he left. <laughs> I do now. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't touch it. Mm -mm. You're not touching that. No, sir. No, sir. But you have that responsibility, right? So it's I'm petering out all, you know, that that's a function of it. We have the responsibility to be able to recognize it, right, as leaders. But just understand, not everyone that starts down the journey of successful entrepreneurship that comes down that path with you, they're not all going with you. And you can't let it. As a matter of fact, not only if they all go with you, not only did you fail, you should be scared. You failed. And I'm going to tell you why. Hey, Mikey, if 20 years from now, you still here with me. No matter how advantageous it was for me, I failed you in a way. I mean, it all depends if I ended I up though. like taking your job. I did, though. If you elevate to if you elevate yourself into a spot where you're now, now you are alongside with me. Right now, okay, so now you're in executive leadership. That's one thing. Well, yeah, you you really gotta, because we're if we're talking about me specifically, there's there's other things that go into this as variables. Remember, I'm 22. Yes. So technically, I'm already past where I should be, according to everybody that I talk to, right? 
Oh, 100%. So by the except, except it was engineered that way. It it all went how it was supposed to. It was engineered that way. Doing the tech, doing the tech, the talent acquisition phase. I saw that mm-hmm. and created the opportunity, and you seized it. I remember our first interview. I it was engineered that way. You got your just desserts, my guy. It was engineered that way. Bumps and bruises and all. You took everything that went with it. If 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 I if organization we didn't elevate Mikey for no other reason, it's because he had all the potential in the world and he knew the difference between on the chin versus the titty. That's another episode. Right? You, they're not going with you. And you have to be able to identify it. Two CEOs were sitting down talking and then we getting out of here. Two CEOs were having a conversation. One CEO says to the other CEO that he's really concerned because individuals that work for the company are leaving and it scares him. The other CEO turns to that CEO and says, you're scared for the wrong reason. If they didn't, you should really be scared. They're not evolving. And if they're not evolving and they're not growing, they're, no, wait, 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 let me take it back. They did evolve, it's just not in your favor. They evolved from an employee to a blood-sucking leech. Just what it is. Now they're just getting by. Now, now, They've been under the radar. They found a way to sit quiet and just milk it and give nothing back to it. That, or there's something internally you're doing wrong that you've never built. You've never been able to participate in the process of building their confidence enough to want more, even if it was just more from you. Mikey, you know, one of my biggest things is that if you, if, if you're looking for an organization that you can come and you can sit and you can start and wherever it is that you started, you can stay there for 20 years with no elevation, then leave now. You can't, this is, because there's no organization that I run that that's it. No, and if you, if you, then not only have I failed you, but you failed me as an employee. Fair because enough. you've stagnated and you've become perfect enough so I don't notice you. So that your management doesn't notice you. And now you're leeching because you're not performing and you're not overperforming. You're just there. What is to make me believe if you're not giving me if you're not giving me greatness that can equate to evolution, then what are you giving me at all? Besides your presence. Besides your presence. Now, and, and folks, remember about people who are not supposed to, they're not, they're not going to end that journey with you. Their presence is not monetizable. It's not. There's, you cannot, it's, you cannot monetize the presence. Mikey, just because you show up here every day, if you show up here every day and do nothing, there's no value behind you showing up. And there's no way that you can convince me that I should pay you just because you did that. And we've seen it before. Oh, gosh, we've seen it a bunch of times. We know that now legally, we know the law says the law makes us do it because we just should, well, we should not even let them clock in, right? <laughs> this is Florida, right? But at the end of the day, look, you have to be mindful of that because it's going to be the people closest to you. Watch their rhetoric. Watch their actions. Every When it's time to sit, listen, we break bread together. Understand that's deeper than just the action of breaking bread. But understand that we break bread together. And if every time that it is that that person comes to the table, they come to the table with an empty plate and a utensil. That's, that, that's not, that's a sign. They're always taking they always take from the they always take from the plate, never put anything on it. They get aggravated when they do have to work and participate. That's your first red flag. That's a super red flag. Shoulder yes, flag, yes. When it's actually time to work. Everybody knows that there's downtime. There's never 100 percent uptime. And there's there's companies that there are, but most there's there's mo, even the biggest company will have downtime. Right? Google got Google has lounges. When any time that they do have anything to say to you, it's all personal and it's all like distraction level of personal. Every, every other stakeholder in the room is talking about the next play or what they have to contribute to the next play, but this person is asking you about the kids. All right, yeah. Or when, the, hey, when the only time you hear from them is the day before payday. 
when you haven't seen that person. But all of a sudden, if when you disperse payment to your team is Friday, all of a sudden, Thursday afternoon, they show up. First one in line. <laughs> and I know you're going a lot. There, 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 listen, people, there's 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 individuals sitting around that that fit this most sitting around you right now. And you have said subconsciously as you're watching this video. Oh, no, nah, he's been with me since the beginning of time. That's the answer. Yeah. That's how he got that comfortable. You're saying he did great work. Oh, no, nah, yeah, maybe. But so and so she or he did great work for me. Past tense. He did. They did great work for me. And you compensated them for that great work. And then some. That work is history now. He did. Ooh, did. Ouch. Remember, did falls underneath the same category as should, could, and would. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Greg Robinson. I'm